So, welcome to the Born and Crave podcast. Uh, today, my guest is Miss Bernice Hunt. Um, so, the podcast is for creators, people who want to grow a business, scale a business, and people who are just getting into business. So, my whole goal is helping entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs get to their first $10,000 per month, right? That's my goal. So, if they can do that consistently, then mm-hmm. I, I believe that they can start to, to build and scale their business and to change their life. Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing that I know that I've learned is that it's it's not it's not really about it's less about the outside activities the the, the to do list the the wants the the phone calls it's more about how you're living on the inside that mm-hmm. reflects your outside so that's why you're here yay so I want to talk about uh, health and how we can we can begin to change our health in, internally I know that reflects us on the outside. So tell me a little bit about about what you do and then how you got into the field of helping people change their health. Okay, yeah. Well, thank you so much for having me, Anthony. I am so tickled to be here (laughs) and excited. And yeah, as you you said, I'm into health. And I actually, you know how sometimes you get scared into stuff? Yes, yes, I do. (laughs) I know firsthand. (laughs) That's how I got scared into exactly the the niche that I'm in right now. I originally... um, uh, well, originally was a school teacher, okay. former right. school teacher. Retired. That's right. I, I, I you were a school teacher. Yeah. Yes, I was a school teacher right. way back yeah. in the day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and um, during that time, I became involved in health and became a um, wellness coach. Um, and then a few years back, pre-pandemic, my husband um, contracted sepsis. And sepsis um, started in his um, kidneys. And because of his age... The, the, the inflammation went into his brain. What exactly is sepsis? Sepsis is an, uh, a disease, an inflammatory disease, um, virus or whatever that, that is contracted, you know, a lot of times in the kidneys and things. And right. it, um, you know, infects your body. And then like the doctors were telling me that um, in younger people, it doesn't travel through the bloodstream to the brain. But if you're older, for some reason, a lot of times it ends up in your brain. And in, in his case, that's what happened. Wow. And I came home um, from church one Sunday, and he was talking just gibberish. Wow. Burning up, talking gibberish, um, holding his hand as if he had a cell phone in it and trying to dial his friend's number. Wow. At which point I was wow. like... <laughs> What's going right, on? Right, right. <laughs> so anyway, so I called 911. We got him to the hospital, and they started giving him, you know, treatment and put him in ICU. And um, for the next few days, they were, you know, trying to get all the infection out of him and all this kind of stuff. But for those few hours, yeah. I saw I'm trying to manage a, you know, grown man right. <laughs> to get him to go to the hospital who did not want to go, who did right. not understand why I was not understanding what he was saying. Right. You know? <laughs> Right, wow. And I was trying to, 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 you know, to manipulate him in the places where he went to go, and he was being resistant and all that. And I just got a glimpse of what someone had to deal with with someone when he had a broken brain, you know? And wow. people that okay. dementia and Alzheimer's and stuff, they have to deal with that 24-7 right. with grown people. Right. You know, people that usually, you know, have been independent all their lives and not ready to have you try to tell them what to do. Right. You know, all that kind right. of those personalities and whatever. Right. And so it got me really intrigued into finding out what could be done about dementia and brain ha- and, and Alzheimer's and things. And that threw me all into that field. So right. I went back and got credentialing in that. So now I'm a um, certified brain health um, professional and started working with that. And then the pandemic hit. Yes. So <laughs> that put a whole nother, you know, um, light on it because you had people that were having the long, the long um, COVID right. symptoms and all that stuff right. and the brain issues and whatever, whatever. And so I started a business called Keep Your Brain Sharp. 
Okay. And that's an online business that I have now. I've been running for, you know, a little over a year. And um, that's what I do. I teach people lifestyle changes that they can make to um, prevent, restore, repair, whatever, their brain. And what is so beautiful when I decided to tweak into brain health is as I got deeper and deeper into it, I discovered that if you take care of your brain, right. you're automatically going to be benefiting all the other areas. That was my of next body. question. <laughs> That's my, yeah. Right. That's and so I I love it because I had a one of my clients and she um, took my course and then she, you know, was online taking different webinars and things and she went to one that was on heart disease, okay. and at the end of it, she was like, I don't need to take this course because everything they were talking about, Bernice teaches in her course wow. on, on the brain. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was wow. like, cool. She says, you're right. She says, she says, I said, yeah, if you take care of your brain, the things you have to do to take care of your brain yeah. are automatically yeah. going to address yeah. everything else. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, it's amazing how, how what, what triggered you to actually get, get into that. At first it was you and teaching and then it was your husband. Um, so do you have to be at a place where your, your brain – your brain is something already happening or you, or this is for preventive and healing it's both. for both. Yes. Because okay. it's never too late to work on your brain and it's never too early like it. to start because actually they, the scientists have shown that in your late twenties, around 28, they can, if they go into your brain, they can see, you know, your brain being damaged, damaged to your brain wow. already. You know, and also to your arteries and everything right. else, you know, and right. then you don't feel it. There's no outward symptoms. You're asymptomatic or yeah. whatever, you know. Wow. But so, yeah, and even children and even even from the womb, actually, you know, yeah. because the things that mom is eating and whatever and the things that are in her body and whatever is being transferred to, you know, right. and then the, the microbiome that's in the mom is being, you know. And so there is it's never too early to right. start, even though you don't have any symptoms. Yeah. Because like the brain is, the, is like the control center of of the whole body, so it makes sense if you start there, and everything else will mm -hmm. fall into place. And right. and we used to think, and the the researchers used to think that, you know, your brain is your brain, and when you got yeah. what you got, yeah. you know, yeah, right. <laughs> you don't <laughs> right. have too much. And sorry for you, <laughs> <laughs> nothing we can do. Yeah, right. <laughs> Lost cause. <Exactly>. Sorry. <laughs> Next life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. But they find that that is not true. Yeah. Your brain is is very um. Uh, they call it plasticity, where it can change and manipulate yeah. and whatever. In fact, I read this book, and I, I think the name of it was um, Boy with Half a Brain, and that's what it was about. Okay. A doc his doctor wrote it, and it was about um, one of his patients, and this boy was like three or four years old and was having seizure after seizure. Every second he was having seizure, seizure, wow. seizure, and they could not stop it. And at that time, back then, I don't think they do that procedure now, but that back then they decided what they would try mm -hmm. was to remove half his brain. They actually did that? They removed half this boy's brain when he was like three years old. Wow. And um, they knew, didn't know what was going to happen except the seizures. They were pretty sure the seizures yeah. were going to stop. Yeah. And yeah. the seizures did stop. And so they didn't know what he was going to be capable of doing. But this little boy, he not only went to school, learned how, you know, walked and maneuvered and whatever. I think they, I think they said he had a slight, slight limp. But, you know, he was ambulatory. He went to school, learned how to read graduated from high school, went to college, 
He didn't. St- I don't think he graduated from college. He dropped out to do other yeah. things that oh, oh, yeah. a lot of us do. A lot that. of us do, right? <laughs> you know? Here, I did. <laughs> so that's not really yeah. because of half the brain. <laughs> but anyway, it was just remarkable. But they got they used him as a case to show the, how resilient your brain is, and wow. even with half of it gone, if you nurture it, if you nourish it and yeah. nurture it, your brain can do remarkable things. And so. That's that's why they say it's never too late to start because if you start nurturing and, and nourishing your brain, you can your brain. They also used to think that the brain, um, unit the brain was the only organ that did not grow new cells, and oh. they found that's wrong. Wow. Okay. The pace slows down as you age, right? But it still grows. Now the the thing is, if you don't nurture those new cells, yeah, fifty percent of them will die. Wow. So the how do you cells. nurture them? Good question. And that's when it gets into lifestyle. Okay. Just like if you think of what you do with a child, you know, if you have a child, if uh, you have your baby and you're feeding your baby, but that's not all you do. If you're only going to feed the baby and sit the baby over there in the corner and just fed it when it cried or whatever, when that baby became 18, would that baby be a productive citizen? No. No, it'd be big as I don't know what or whatever. (laughs) Well, well, if it learned, might have maybe taught itself how to walk, I don't know, walking, whatever. But, you know, maybe talking if it hurt or not, another stuff going on. But in terms of a productive citizen that could be, you know, doing something constructive. No. Same thing with your new brain cells. They grow from what you feed them. So that's nourishment. But if you don't nurture them, they're just going to die off or atrophy. And then when your old ones die off and expecting the new ones to take over, the new one's not going to take over because they're not, they ain't do nothing. (laughs) They don't know nothing about nothing. You know, (laughs) know, who me? I don't know how to do that. (laughs) It's your brain talking to you. Exactly. (laughs) I don't know. Nobody tell me. You know, so we have to, we have to nurture it. And that's when our lifestyle comes in. And lifestyle also includes nutrition, of course, but it also includes you stimulating your brain. Wow. Okay. Giving your brain problem-solving opportunities. Because isn't that what we do with children? Yeah, we do. We put them in all new environments, all new experiences. Yeah. They come from a school. What's the first thing we ask them? What did you learn? Yeah. They say, I learned nothing. What do you mean you didn't learn nothing? Yeah. You've been yeah. in school all day long. you got to yeah. learn something. What you learn? Yeah. You, we expect them yeah. to learn and to grow and to have new experiences. But somehow with our culture, we've, we've gotten on the track where when you get older, as you get older... You have to, you can, you can do less. You have to learn nothing. You have people out there, mm. I'm not learning nothing. Not, right. right. You know, I'm 47 yeah. years old. Yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, <laughs> you done. Know? Yeah. I'm yeah. not learning nothing. Yeah. I'm retired. I ain't doing that. You know, yeah. I'm through. I'm done. Right. You but do. the world evolves. Yes. So, 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 so should you, right? Exactly. Yeah. And that's a mistake because then you don't get to nurture those new cells that come up and they just die. Wow. And so if your old ones are dying because you are aging. Yeah. So if your old ones are dying and you're not nurturing your new ones, so they're down what you got left. Nothing. Not too much. Not too much. And so that's what happens. And that's why we have an epidemic of, of cognitive impairment, dementia, Alzheimer's, because everyone's saying as they get older, they don't have to exercise. With exercises, um, stimulates your, 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 it's called your brain fertilizer, the BDNF, brain derived neurological factor, whatever. But anyway, neurotropic factor. But anyway, it stimulates that, like fertilizer on the brain for new cells, to yeah. more cells to grow. Yeah. But we don't exercise when we get older. They say exercise is the fountain of youth. And when I heard that, I was like, okay, how come older people don't exercise? Because <laughs> that's the last thing. <laughs> you know, yeah. you have people tell you, oh, I used to be a track star. Yeah, yeah. I used to play basketball. The oh, word yeah. is always used, used, to. To. used to. I used yeah. to be a bodybuilder. Used to. 
Right. You know, I used to dance all night. Used to. Wow. You don't do that anymore. And so that's 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 a prime area where you can get your blood circulating, get more oxygen your brain to your brain and your other parts of your body, deal with some of those fat issues, those storage fat issues. Right. <laughs> you right. know, you know, and also nourish your new brains. And we as we get older, we tend to do less and less. Wow. You know? The other thing is learning new things. Oh, some people don't want to learn nothing. Or nothing. <laughs> Baby, 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 turn the thing for me. You know? Come here, baby. Come here right. and, you know, and get everybody else to do something for you because you don't want to. Yeah. I'm too, uh, I don't feel yeah. like doing that. You know? That's what we're talking about problem solving, right? It's, it's, it's like when you learn new things, you you solve problems and then yes. you're, you, and that's how you nurture your brain. That's how you nurture your brain. We are so stuck into routines and routines are good for certain purposes. For certain purposes, right. It makes you more efficient. Right. It, it gives you a, a time span, you know, and it, it orders your day. So yeah. it has its purpose. But you also have to stimulate and, 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 and problem solve and discovery. All of that is what creates new pathways in your brain okay. and nurtures your. So creating new pathways in your brain, it also exercises your brain cells that are already there. So that takes them longer to die. So you, wow. you, you age gracefully. Okay. Age you know, yeah, instead like of, you yeah. know, I haven't seen you in 10 years and now you look like you 40 years older. It's only been <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> That's true, though. Yeah, it's true. Because you're going downhill fast. Going fast, right. You know? And other people. And that can be see. prevented. Yes. That can be prevented. Okay. It can be slow. slow you can down. Slow, slow down. down. Like I tell people, you want to age gracefully. Right. You don't have to deteriorate. Everyone try. Everyone just takes for granted because they. it's common. But just because something's common, it's common to see people right. deteriorate yeah. as they age. But it's yeah. not normal. It's not a yeah. normal process. Yeah. It's because you're not taking care of yourself. Yeah. Just like cars. People, two people can buy the same car the same year. Yeah. They can buy, you can buy, the, they, I bought this car in 1967. Okay, yeah. and now it's 2000, whatever. And you look at those two cars, and those cars could look totally different. Right. They're the same two they cars. It's how cars. you handled that right. car and how you handled this car. Right, right. You know, one could be a vintage <clears throat> car. Now it's still old. You don't, it's right. not, you know, it's not a two. 2022 car is a and you can tell by the style and everything else it is an old car right and it may not you know may have a few dings on it or something but the other one is deteriorated dilapidated rusted out half the parts are missing you know in the backyard can't start can't run you know yeah. and they're the same cars right they're just it, handled differently then that brings you to the point where you're saying it's never too late because even that old car can be restored yes right? yes i like that yes i like that Yes, yeah. and so you take that old car yeah. and you start working with it. You know, you start doing things with it to get it back yeah. to where it was. Yeah. You know, and the more that you have wrong with it, the more right. you got to put into it. Right, the more investing <laughs> you got to do. Right, right. You know, and then you, you, and so people, a lot of people end up with an uphill battle, and they don't want to take the time to to restore right. and to do the things they need to do. Are they set? They're set in their ways. They right. say, "I'm set in my ways, yeah. and I don't want to do that." You know, yeah. but if you, but what's your alternative? A lot of people tell me, especially about exercise and things like that, you know, they don't have time. Okay. Or, you know, they have to do this, you know, with their kids or their grandkids or do whatever they have to do. They can't get up early because whatever. Yeah. And a lot of it, some of people, you know, tie it to, you know, their family. Right. So they're caring for their family so they can't exercise. They're caring for the family so they got to stay up all hours of the right. night, finish doing all these chores or whatever. Right. They can't get proper sleep and all this kind of stuff. 
And I understand all that. But I say, okay, so you're doing all this that you say you're doing. You're doing all this that you're doing because you love your family. Mm -hmm. I said, but just give it a thought 20, 30 years from now. When you can't do nothing, Mm -hmm. who's going to have to take care of you or spend the money on you? Your family. Your family. So where's the love? You know, know, where's the love? Would you rather them being independent from being burdened down with all the stuff they have to do with you emotionally, financially, and all of the other kind of ways? Wouldn't you rather them have that kind of lifestyle than right now? You know, you fold on the clothes at twelve o'clock at night right. because yeah. they can't do it. You know, <laughs> definitely. You know? that, that reminds me of a, <clears throat> of a, a two things. Uh, one is they used to be me. Like you know, I, I would take care of <clears throat> everybody else, and I would put myself second, even last. Mm-hmm. But I, I was reminded of every time you get on an airplane, they tell you when the mask drops, put yours on first, and then you can help everybody else. Right. So. If you truly love your family, you take care of yourself first. Because exactly. if you're not there, exactly. then who will take care who of them? Who will take care of them? Right. And then I, I heard a, a talk by Warren Buffett. And he was talking to a, a group of students. And, and he was saying, imagine that you, you bought a car and that was the only car you have for, for, for your whole life. One car and it's yours. That car you would take care of. You would do oil changes. You do all that. You're only going to get one body for the rest of your life. Amen. So take care of that body. And that really struck me, right? Because, because it's like, there's a, there's a, uh, epidemic of unhealthiness and everybody's looking at this is, it's normal to eat the fast food, the fried food. And, and, and I get it once in a while for a treat, maybe it's okay. Right. But to do it every single day, have it be your lifestyle. It's, uh, it's killing us. Right. Yes. And I, I saw something on Instagram the other day and it said, America, wake up. Your foods are banned in like 30 other different countries, what we eat. That's just amazing how, how, how other countries are not adopting our lifestyle. And mm-hmm. if, they, and if they do, it's like, it's, like it's, it's, it's a recipe for death, right? right? It, it is. Yeah, um, so I just want to make sure I'm clear. So you're, you're saying that, that, that dementia and Alzheimer's is, is, can be tied to how we work out, how we eat, and, and, and all that. Tell me more about uh, uh, about that. Yeah. I, well, I have what I have with my program. I have called um, the five keys that every brain needs. Okay. So there's five things. I made an acronym out of the word needs. Okay. And just helps me remember. Helps right. you remember. Right. Everybody right. remember. Okay. So the first one is nutrition, which we all know okay. that you nutrition. And there's certain nutrition, certain foods that are much better than right. others. And so right. we just go through what that is, you know. And when you're talking about fast food and all that kind of stuff, and of course, so you need to weigh what you should be eating and shouldn't be eating, right. you know. 80% of the time, there's always, you know, the 80-20 right, rule type right, of thing. Right. You know, no one's perfect, and I'm not going to sit here and say I am. Right, you know? right, right, right. <laughs> Either. Sometimes you that know. cake is like calling your name. Right. <laughs> right. I'm taking a bite. <laughs> right. But you have a focus to where you know right. that you're going to spend the majority of your your food, uh, your lifestyle with retarded eating in this area yeah. versus that area. So you have your nutrition. Then you have your exercise. Okay. And as I said, they, they exercise as fountain of youth. There's like six different exercises. Well, there's five, but the other one is it's neurobics. But okay, there's five different exercises that are beneficial for the brain. And what we notice, if someone exercises at all, right. they don't do all five. Right. And I'm saying I'm not saying do all five every day. Right, right. But I'm just saying have in your routine through your week or whatever, Variation, hit those yeah. areas, you know? 
And so we talk about those areas to hit, which um, some are easier than others, but still, you know, there's a lot of different ways, you know, exercise, you know, a lot of different options in terms of exercise. So it's not a hard thing if you put your mind to do something. You know, not asking you to be a bodybuilder, but just, yeah. you know, what yeah. mind just, is just stay healthy, exactly. get the heart pumping. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, get your heart pumping. So there's exercise. The next one is engagement. So we're talking about engaging, and that's when we're talking about our mind. There's two kinds of engagement. One is internal, one's external. The external is like the social interaction with other people. You want to get around other people really? and have okay. conversations, either in live, in person, um, or live is in person. But, um, on Zooms or online. That's exercise? Hmm? No, that's engagement. Okay, okay. That's engagement, engage, social okay. interaction. <laughs> on Zoom, writing conversations on the phone, any kind of way where you are communing with people, having some kind of communication is social interaction, and it does stimulate your brain because guess what? Your brain never knows what the topic is, right. and it goes right. off on the different topics, right. and then it brings back memories and asks questions and yeah. all of that. Traveling places is wonderful for your brain because wow. you're exposed to so much. And I'm, you don't have to necessarily go overseas. Yeah. You can just go to an antique shop you've right. never been before. Right. You know, go around the corner. Yeah, yeah. Get in nature, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and, and travel and, and, and engage in that. So social interaction and engagement. The other one is internal. And that's where basically it's inside your brain working. Like that's when people talk about the crossword puzzles and the Scrabble gotcha, and that kind yeah. of stuff. Which is good, but the danger in that is some people only do that. And if you only do crossword, like I talk to people, they say, oh, yeah, I do that. I do crossword puzzles. I say, okay, what else you do? Well, I really like crossword puzzles. I say, okay. But if you do crossword puzzles and that alone, that becomes a routine. And as soon as it becomes uh, a routine, your brain goes into automatic cruise right. and you're not learning anything. Right. Right. You already know right. how to do that. Right. So, yes, you can do that, but you need to mix it up with other things. Also, there's something that's called neurobics, which I love because it's really simple in that neurobics is the only thing, uh, only means that you're doing something that you normally do, but you're doing it a different way. Okay. Give me an example of that. And um, the focus is to use um, something that you don't use, like use a different sense or use a different process. So gotcha. One perfect example is brushing your teeth with your non-dominant hand. So if you're right-handed, <laughs> like <that> you're going to brush your teeth with yeah. your left hand. Yeah. And you'll notice if you do that, it's a struggle, it's a struggle and it's, yeah. you're thinking and you're yeah. trying to coordinate because yeah. this hand is not used to being used yeah. in that yeah. way. And your brain is going to have to, you know, control that, wow. you know, and once again, not change. Okay, now I'm just going to brush my yeah. teeth with my left hand yeah. every day the rest of my life. So yeah. That becomes a routine, yeah. and that's not going to help yeah. you. But if you shake it up and do it once every week or something, every yeah. two weeks, do it with it. Another thing is to, um, when you go to get your keys out your pocket or go get your keys out your purse, if you're a woman, it's, it's even easier. Um, instead of looking for it, looking down for it, reaching down and feeling for it and pulling it up. Okay. Or when you're going to unlock the front door, instead of looking and putting the key in there, don't look. You can use your other hand to find the knob or whatever wow. and figure out how to get that key in that door. Wow. Wow. Something that you're going to do every day, you're right. going to unlock the door, but you do it a different way. Right. Eating with chopsticks, unless you already know how to eat with chopsticks. <laughs> I do not. I don't either. <laughs> you know, and you don't try to, you don't have to eat the yeah. whole meal because yeah. you might get frustrated yeah. and your stress level is going to go up, yeah. but just, you know, try a little bit doing those kind of driving to work a different kind of way, doing, yeah. if you go to um, State of Brothers to shop, go to a State of Brothers in another part of town because their shelving is going to be different. different. Right. And figure out what you want, where it is. Just little things yeah. that you do ordinarily, um, going to the bathroom with, don't cut the light on. Don't kill yourself. Right. But <laughs> you go slow, yeah. you know, or just going from the bedroom into the kitchen with your eyes closed, wow. you know. 
doing smelling different things when you're going to cook or whatever um get the get the spice out without looking at the label open it up and smell it and see what what if you can tell which one is the cinnamon yeah. or which one is the yeah. nutmeg or whatever yeah. just little things that you're normally going to do just do them a different way so you can stimulate challenge your brain wow. is called neurobics and it's an exercise, an internal exercise you can do that's actually kind of fun. Yeah, it sounds you know, fun, yeah. Kind of fun. Well, one other thing you can do is um, get your clothes out with your eyes closed. Wow. <laughs> and, <get your> <laughs> and then when you open your eyes, see what you put together. <laughs> that's, a <scary> <laughs> one. that's a scary one. <laughs> see what you thought yeah. you put together. Oh, I'm going to get my brown shoes, yeah. but your eyes are closed and you might end up with one brown shoe that looks like this and one brown shoe that's a different. Yeah. One, you know, see if you can. So it's a lot of things that you can you can challenge yourself. You know, that's called aerobics because that's engagement. So engage yourself right. either socially, teaching someone something, going to a class, volunteering for something. Those are all socially interactive types of aerobics because yeah. it's something you might say, you know, I don't know how to do it, but I'll come and help you out. Yeah. So you're gonna learn how to do it. Yeah. You know, I th I think I um <clears throat> I think I do that like on this podcast, right? Because. Um, I don't, I don't carry notes. I don't have, I don't have right. questions that are scripted. It's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I, it makes me think of like, what's the next question or, um, so, and cause my brain is always turned like, okay, what, what am I going to say next? So I, is that, is that part of that is exactly the, okay, right okay. because you are making cat pathways and connections all that time and you're nurturing your new cells that are going, you yeah. are extending the life of your old ones wow. by doing all of that, you know? So no notes. Yeah. No, okay. No, just gonna just go not, go for like what you know, it. and you're challenging yourself. Yeah. yeah. And that's all productive. It's gonna keep you young, son. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm doing it. no no. If everyone knows face, tell me no. Okay. <laughs> no no. Just go off. Yeah, just, just go just off just the go top off of your head. Okay. Learn okay. something. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. I, the I other like one. It. So that's engaged. The other one is de-stressing. Okay. Which is something the area I had an instance that happened with me um, when my husband had, after he got home after he was home, doing well yeah. and all of that. Then I got I I got freaked out or stressed out or whatever. I had two brain instances with me where I'm driving down the road and all of a sudden I don't know where I am. It was so scary, just for a few seconds, yeah. four or five seconds. But I was right around the corner from my house. That happened to me before too. Mm -hmm. And that's a oh, that's a definitely warning sign that your brain there's areas of your brain that needs to be repaired because um, was it Dr. Brinson when mm. I um, studying about him he was saying he has 32 brain markers okay there's 32 wow. brain markers things you need to be addressing or attending to in, with your brain and he was um applying it to um the analogy of a, a roof that had a lot of leaks right. in it so it's right. okay we have a roof of your house 32 leaks in your house right it rains of course your yeah. house is going to get drenched so then you go up to the roof you say okay i got to get this fixed and you work and work and work and you repair Eight of them, ten of them, twelve of them. Okay. So you say, "Ooh, I, I did good. You did, did real right, good." Right. It rains again. Your house you still gonna get yeah, holes, yeah. and then you did yeah. good. Yeah. But there's still holes in your roof, and that's that's I scenario. That's like I was. I mean, I always, you know, watch what I eat, exercise, and whatever. But you know how stress can be a trigger for right. everything for a lot of things. Right. And so, de-stressing was something that I rarely did. And what that is, is that's when you're intentionally, because in this world that we live in these days, it has to be intentional, right. you know, because we are on this fight or flight mode. If we're not careful, you know, 24 yeah. seven, and yeah. we're always on a low grade of stress, which yeah. means you have inflammation in your body at all times then too. On a so low you grade want, of stress. Yeah. Any kind of stress is going to cause, create inflammation. Yeah. And so you're trying to, 
And your body can handle, I mean, inflammation is a good thing in that it's, it's what your body does to fight against things. Right. So right. that's a good thing. Yeah. It's fighting. Yeah, it's fighting. But if it's always fighting. <laughs> you're breaking it down. Yes, you're breaking yeah. and you, it's, it's That's not going to be good in the long term yeah. if it's forever fighting, yeah. you know, because at some point it's not going to be able to, to yeah. do it anymore kind of thing. So anyway, you want to try to handle your inflammation as much as you can. Therefore, you need to also want to handle your stress level. And that's something that I never, I, I would never take time mm. just for me because I'm mm. always too busy doing this, doing this for somebody else, doing this for somebody else, handling this, doing this, right. got to get this done. Right. Da, 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 da. The only time I would take time for me was actually when I got sick. And wow. I used to tell myself, that's just God <clears> making <throat> me slow down. Right. Every time I got sick, I said, okay, now I need to, I'm just in the bed, can't do nothing. Yeah but rest, right. you know, and that's the only time I really did anything yeah. for me, yeah. you know? And so anyway, so I had those episodes. So I really, that's when I started really looking into de-stressing and stuff. I said, you know, this ain't good. So, um, de-stress is one of the keys to bring health. You have to intentionally take time in your day okay. to bring you out of your fight or flight, which you may well be in and put you into that peaceful, you know, rest and digest and heal. Because if you are in fight or flight, the sympathetic uh, mode all the time, your healing cuts off. Your body cannot do both. It's just like if you're going to war, if you're like Ukraine or yeah. whatever, going to war, right? They're fighting the battle. Are they building any of the houses back up? No, they're not. They can't build a house and fight, shoot the rifle yeah. too. Yeah. You know, they have to make a they wow. make a decision, and they decide to fight the rifle because they yeah. see a threat. Yeah. So if you're always fighting the fighting with the rifle, you're never building anything back up. Right. You're never right. healing. And so you have to be out of that mode to heal. Yeah. And if you're never out of that mode, right. you're never healing. So let's park here for a second, right, with stress. And and, and this is where the coaching is going to come in for me, mm -hmm. right? So during times of stress, you know, it can be business, it can be family, it can be traffic, traffic, whatever, right? So <clears throat> just... uh. What's today? Today is what's today? Friday, today Thursday. Thursday. It's Thursday. Mm -hmm. So on Tuesday, I was a, I was a bit stressed, and I, I said, "You know what? I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go get some fried chicken." <laughs> I don't comfort know why. Food. Comfort, comfort food. food, right? Mm -hmm. So I did that, but I felt I felt nasty afterwards. I mean, it tasted good, but it, it, it didn't help. Mm -hmm. So how do you how do you begin to like de stress and and tell me about what it, what it means it looks like to take time for yourself. Okay. De-stress or in this world, the intentional de-stress that we have to do now is simple things that we just normally don't do. The, the number one thing when you find, first of all, you need to recognize, try to learn to recognize when you're stressed. And for me, right. that are, there's some physical signs for a lot of people. For me, there are physical signs. Number one, I, I'll find that I've clenched, mm -hmm. I balled my hands into fists mm -hmm. for no reason. Mm -hmm. My shoulders are hunched up instead of relaxed. Okay. For no reason. My jaws may be clenched. My teeth may be clenched mm -hmm. for no reason wow. is that I have created those as defense mechanisms. Mm -hmm. But in the creating of that, that triggers my, my, um, my sympathetic system into the stress mode. So if you're like this, you can't be in two modes, both right. the modes at one time. Right. You're in one, you're like being a little pregnant. Mm -mm. Right. Either pregnant or you're not pregnant. <laughs> You know, you're either stressed or you're not stressed. Right, right. But so if my hands are stretched automatically, I don't care how I think I feel, yeah. I'm stressed. If my teeth are clenched, I'm stressed. If my shoulders are hunched, I'm stressed. Mm -hmm. So you have to intentionally relax. 
deep breathing is one thing that a, that a, that simple thing that is uh, that takes you into that rest mode. Yeah. You have to learn how to, you have to practice it because most of us have trained ourselves to do the shallow breathing, which is the stress mode. And if you notice when you're a baby or when I, I think of puppies because they breathe, breathe with their stomach. Yeah. Babies breathe with their stomach too. By the time we get, I don't know how many years, a few years old, we've trained ourselves to breathe with our, mostly with our chest instead of our stomach. And so we're into, well, the, okay. we're into the fight or flight breathing mode just changing back into the abdominal breathing breathing through your stomach and taking slow breaths and breathing longer on the exhale than you do on the inhale mm -hmm. takes you into automatically into that parasympathetic rest and we just digest and heal wow. mode so the first thing when you notice anything about you or you even think when you think you're stressed the first thing you need to do is start the deep is do the deep breathing so breath works works breath work works <laughs> okay. and that's why at the hospital here yeah. you go there and you take your blood pressure at the hospital and it's high what's the first thing they tell you to do breathe breathe sit down and just breathe just wow. because they know it's going to send you back into that and but, it's going to lower yeah. but breathe through your stomach mm -hmm. and and it's it's um amazing that you bring it up because i've done breath works a number of times but i never thought it helped but it actually does it, it does it help okay. you have you have to try to do it on a regular basis because you what you want to do is is flip it into where Majority of your breathing is always abdominal because that's okay. where you want to stay. Even in your day to day. Even in your day to day, okay. all day long. Okay. That's where you want to get to, get back to, I should say, because that's where you started. Get back to, and you want to only go into the fight or flight when there is an emergency. Right. When you do have to be on point, when your adrenaline needs to be pumping and you get the healing got to stop because right. everybody needs to be looking at this situation right, 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 right here. Right, right. You know, right, <laughs> you know. Right. So, but that's not, that's not where you want to be. For most of the day, most of the day you want to be breathing from abdominal. So you have to retrain yourself. And so you have to keep at it yeah. until you don't even intentionally do it. So what That's causes what that shift from, from breathing in, from, as a kid from here to going here? What causes Good that question. shift? The studies I have said, they said early childhood experiences, either perceived or real. Wow. Okay. Doesn't matter if it really wasn't how... Then, you know, if you perceive someone's, you know, discriminating against you or they really are or you're being bullied, you think you're being bullied or you really are, yeah. your self-concept, whether it's perceived or real, will take you on the defensive, put you in a defensive mode oh. that you don't get out of. It's like having a rock, a chip on your shoulder yeah. and the least little thing, yeah. bam, right, right. you're back in defense. Right. You know, I was stirring up some hot chocolate <laughs> and I noticed that I was tense. Wow. And I thought about it. I said, why am I? Because I was had the milk, you know, in the pot and I would put the chocolate in there. And I was stirring it. And I realized I was tense because I was scared that I would spill it. That simple. Wow. And I had to, I had to physically relax my body. And I was thinking, and so what? Yeah. And that goes into, okay, so what do you think about yourself? You stupid enough to right. can't even get the, get the without right. making a mess on the thing. Right, now right, you know, right, right. Yeah, It comes in a whole big thing. And so I was tense stirring the hot chocolate. So I had to intentionally get myself relaxed and stir it with relaxed and work, work on my breathing. And so now when I do it, I go into that mode. Also, I don't, I go in that yeah. relaxed mode automatically, yeah. you know, but that's from way back. You can't do nothing right. 
da-da-da-da-da, you gonna make a mess, right. you know, crazy. childhood's yeah. crazy stuff, yeah. you know, yeah. they say, you know, homelessness, homeless, you know, traumatic things like homelessness or divorce yeah. or death, anything that triggered something that you now have, it has created a low-grade mode of, yeah. you know, if, if you think people are looking at you all the time yeah. or yeah. you don't think, think this about yourself and it creates this low-grade stress yeah. that doesn't ever go away. Yeah that you have to intentionally relax, going outside in nature to relax. What's something that's called grounding, where you go barefoot. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And with, with the grass or ground or whatever, you know, for 20, 30 minutes a day, relaxing. So you have to purposely do things, even thinking, laughing, humming. They say if you hum yeah. loudly, sing loudly, yeah. you might need to be by yourself <laughs> By <for> yourself, <laughs> not in public, <laughs> or maybe in the shower. Yeah, sing loudly, those kind of things, remembering funny things, looking at, at, at funny, anything that's going to throw you out of yeah. it. So we have to find times to do that because in the world that we live in, yeah. it's so easy never to have time. You know, kids laugh like I don't know how many hundreds more time a day than yeah. an adult. Yeah. And, you know, they're, you know, they're in the free and free digest and health yeah. mood a whole lot. They a ain't care about nothing. Right, right, <laughs> right, 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 right. Versus us, we're stressed out. But yeah, so you have to, and that was the main area that I really had to work on yeah. because I was stressed, not, and you, and you become um, accustomed to being stressed. So you're not, you're, that's just how you think you operate yeah. and you don't, you have to catch yourself being stressed. Why am I? What's wrong? Ain't nobody fist to hit yeah, me. Why have I got yeah, my fist ready? Yeah, you know? yeah, right. <laughs> you know? I'm ready. I'm, I'm here alone, but I'm ready. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. You know, and so that that is a big area. And then that 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 area also includes detoxing because okay. toxic things will put you in the stress. And that goes and that's a whole we spend like three whole weeks on de-stress at all because it's a lot. But with the detox, we have to, you know, there's all these different kind of environmental toxins right. and food right. toxins and, right. you know, personal care products and all this kind of stuff. You know, they have, they were saying, like, before you even leave the house in the morning, the typical person is exposed to, like, over 100 different toxins. Before you, know, you leave the before house. Before you even walk out the house. Babies, wow. when they're born, they studied them, and they're, like, 260-something toxins in a newborn baby's blood. Where does it come from? From the moms. From the mom. Oh, wow. Wow. So they come out of this world these days with all these toxins, you know, and your body, God has made our body so one so miraculous. Your body is here. I know we go hand, had they come in toxins. The thing is, is our bodies now starting to get overwhelmed. Wow. There's so many, so much. And wow. so what we need to do is we need to intentionally try to cut back. And it's different for different people because right. just like, just like your fingerprints, everybody has fingerprints, but they're all different. You know, the, the things that are around, affect people in slightly different ways, you know? And so you have to kind of learn your own body. But but in general, if you push back from the things that you know that you can do, some things right. you don't have any control over right. anymore, you know, right. the Wi-Fi and all that, you don't have no control over that. Right. But there's certain things you do, like what you put on your, your skin. Your skin is one of the, you know, detox organs too. But things come in and come out, yeah. you know, kind of thing. And that's the largest part of your, right. you know, your large organ that you have. And so there's a lot you can do, you know, to help, your skin not get exposed to certain things because a lot of things we rub on our skin ourselves, right. you know, <laughs> and it has all kind of toxic right, right. stuff in there. One of my favorite, um, the, the, the clean green thing in the, the website, the environmental workers group website that has a list of all the, um, not all, but the, the products, the brands that have allowed them to test them. Right. <laughs> so some exactly. of them don't, yeah. they know, thank you. You're not testing mine. But, um, 
you know, then they have a certification, a, a verification seal that they put on it that doesn't have certain toxins and whatever. And they're going from the the toxin bans from Europe and Canada, not the things wow. from America. So it's real over there. Over yeah, there yeah, because we, mm. you know, haven't banned too much of nothing, you know. Yeah. Versus yeah. they banned yeah. a whole lot more I, stuff. I read somewhere that, that in the United States, if you have like, Two or three percent of of a, of a product that's organic in there, just like green is, you can call the whole thing organic. That's that was my yeah. boggling to me. Same thing with trans fats and all thing. They they yeah, just a small percentage. Yeah, wow. they, you know, it's all you know a money thing, right? You know, right. so right. Right. <laughs> they're willing right. to bend way over right. to the point like what you're saying. A lot of people in Europe don't even allow certain products from our products to be used over there. Right. You know, it's like, nah. They were telling me in this, I read this somewhere with McDonald's, when McDonald's went to England or something, they had to change their whole ingredient stuff yeah, that, they, that, that yeah. they put over there. Yeah. Because they said, yeah, you ain't bringing that up. Yeah, we, we're no. not eating that. No, <laughs> you know? no, not at all. It's like, if America adopt that, we have a lot more healthy people. Yeah. Well, that's but, with, the, with the COVID stuff too. With the, I think part of the, the, the big surge that was over here versus other countries is because the, of how um, our bodies were. You know, we could not fight because like they were saying, even, you know, with the viruses and vaccines and stuff, and if you, you know, people react differently based on, what you're starting yeah, with. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. You yeah, know, yeah. there's a difference. You already got going, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so when we're so, <clears throat> you know, unhealthy, it just went a whole, I mean, went crazy compared to somewhere else, you know? Yeah. You know, I mean, of course, you know, the other spread, there's other things in too, but also, and also in terms of the long haulers and all this, a lot of people, it triggered a lot of other things. They may not have gotten really, really sick yeah. from that specific virus, but it triggered other things that were, you know, on the down low, they were managing to handle it. But when that came, it's like, oh, okay, I give up. And <laughs> triggered a whole lot of other stuff, which, which, is, which is sad, but just speaks to, as a society, how unhealthy. Yeah. And these, we talking young people, we not right. talking old people. <laughs> yeah. We talking young people, yeah. you know, and so, yeah. And it, it seems that when these pandemics come, like, you know, um, COVID, you know, the flu, like whatever it is, they, they, they come. And I know with COVID, it was impactful on the black community, right? Especially, especially black men. And I don't know why that, you know, our group is so unhealthy. I and mean, maybe you can shed some light on that. But as far as, you know, why, why does these things attack us more than like the average, the, the average um, our community? A lot of it has to do, well, education. Education, but it's also like I said, where you start with. I mean, a lot of the genetic things that get passed along, right. you know. So if you're starting with certain things, and then you have a child, and you yourself had these, you know, um, weak areas, right. when your child, you know, kind of thing, and then they don't change, right. you know. And then a lot of it is cultural in terms of what you do eat and what you don't eat. A lot of the things is a lot of it's education. There's all kind of parameters, but also a lot of a lot of it also is the environmental toxins that are more prevalent in certain areas and other areas uh, as yeah, well. I yeah, mean, there's a yeah, lot yeah. of reasons. Wow. Oh, yeah. with that one. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Why we are more susceptible to things or, or have a higher percentage of people, you know, of color that have these things, yeah. you know, yeah. a lot of things too is, is they were saying even like with Alzheimer's and stuff, um, the, um, Black population typically has the a lot more with the latter stage, mm -hmm. 
It's because we don't go to the doctor early on enough. Either we just, you know, chest up and bear it, or we dismiss it, or we don't have the the money to go, or whatever, or, you know, whatever the deal is. By the time they finally say, you got to see somebody, you're in stage four. Stage four. Right. You know? So there's a there's a lot of things a lot of things that are wrapped into it, which is why. But the I think the 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 biggest help in dealing with that is education because a lot of us just don't know. You know, sleep. A lot of us, as you get older, people get in their fifties are usually around in their fifties when people start complaining about sleep issues. Yeah. Okay, and a lot of people just say, "Oh well, I'm getting old." So I just have to deal with it. Yeah. You know, I just have to, to function off of four hours. Yeah. Or um, like they say, older people get old and crotchety or old and rickety or whatever. No, that is something in your brain that's malfunctioning and causing you to have this mood. And so you need to address yeah. that, not just say, you know, oh, he's just old, finicky, whatever. You yeah. know, that's just how he is. Yeah. No, that's not how he is. But that's how we think, and we just dismiss it, you know. And And sleep is one of the issues that, takes the longest to change typically you have to stay with it the longest and a lot of people don't stay with it very long they try something for a few days and say i didn't work (laughs) you know and it's hard to get people off their what they're they like to do a lot of people like to stay up looking at tv a lot of people like to stay on their phone or on their computer and that's and they're not going to do that why because they don't want to And they don't equate it to, that's why you're not sleeping well. Even the, the, doesn't that affect the brain, like watching the screen? Like well, blue two, light. Okay, blue so light, blue yeah. light. Because blue light is in the sun, and blue light is good. It's in the sun. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Blue light is good when you, want it, when you, when you need to stay yeah, up. Yeah. It keeps you alert. And okay. that's with sunrise. The blue light comes. It wakes oh. you up. It keeps you alert. Okay. When the sun goes down, the blue light goes down because it's, it's time sleepy. for you to go to bed. I didn't know that. But wow, you still doing okay. blue light. Right, right, right. Ah. And so you hmm. need you need to stop like preferably two hours so, before yeah. you actually get in I the bed. Two hours, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But at least an hour before you get into the bed. A blue light period that includes the LED lights. So you need to change the lights that are on your in your lamps and whatever. Because now you know our technology. I mean, our the convenience things we have now yeah. are not necessarily <laughs> convenient. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so you know they call it the smart whatever, but it's not yeah. too smart. You know, yeah. your, if that's your phones, your laptops, your you know, computers, your your smart TVs, yeah. and anything that has your Kindles, anything that has that blue light screen needs to go off go so off. that your melatonin can signal to your brain that we're getting ready to go to wow. bed. And not just go to bed, but stay but sleep. Because some people have two issues. Some go to sleep easily. Some people don't go to sleep easily. But once they go to sleep, they're pretty much sleep. Other people, you know, go they um, go to sleep, but they wake up three, sleep. four, five times. Yeah. A night and every time they have to start this, the cycle again, the sleep cycle over again. And in every cycle, your brain has something to do. And if you never get to this one because you always have to go back, right. and next time, the next you know, okay, it's, it's with right. the melatonin's melatonin's going back down because guess what? It's time for you to wake up, yeah. and you haven't finished, and you're still cluttered. You still have cluttered areas in your brain that never got addressed because guess what? You kept on waking up. Oh, you know. Kind of thing. Same thing with going to sleep. Your brain has an optimal time when it gets a lot of its work done, and that's between ten and two. Okay, so guess what? A lot of us are still up between ten and two. Not that your brain can't work after two because it still keeps working, but it's like that's not as you know. You have your prime yeah. time. A.M. or P.M. Yeah, um, ten P.M. Two A.M. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So you want to be 
sleep, not getting ready to go to sleep right. at 10, but right. you want to be sleep optimally. But if you don't, then, you know, you, but just know that, you know, those, that's your prime time. So if you possibly can mm. get into bed at 930 because it should take you about 20 to 30 minutes to go to bed, go to sleep. So if you get in bed around 9.30-ish, so you'll be asleep at 10, you get those full four hours of prime time work from your brain, and then it'll keep working the rest of the time. Instead of, by the time you get in bed, it's right. like, oh, shoot, I'm supposed to do what? <laughs> you, just, you just made my day, because I'm in bed by 9 o'clock, and, 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 and uh, sometimes I get some face over here laughing, because it's like, hey, no, I mean, it changed my perspective on, on business, um, because in, in in this realm, entrepreneurship, business, you both stay up. You you, you you can't go to sleep. You got to stay up exactly. and work. You know, work off three hours. Exactly. And, and men, especially, are horrible. Yeah. Our, our entrepreneurs in general are yeah. horrible with that. And I used to be that way too yeah. when I was teaching. There's things that get ready for school. Right? I would stay up all night if I had yeah, to. Yeah. To get it done because it, it had, had to, to get done, done right. you know, kind of thing. And I had to purposely, and even with your phone, I cut my phone off. I try to cut my phone off by 830. I mean, off. Yeah, off. And people just know. I just tell them, I just check the messages the next morning. I just say, I'm sorry. I say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm just now getting the message because, yeah. you know. And now they know. If they call me at 830, yeah. I ain't going to answer it was an emergency. An emergency call number one. I, I said, yeah, that's what I said. I said, they gonna knock. If it's a real emergency, someone right. will be knocking on my door right, at some right, point right, right, <laughs> to right. wake me up, right, you know? Right. But yeah, because you are more important. And in the long run, you're doing it for them. Yeah. All the time because you want, we you know, when I'm, you know, 90 year old, 80, 90 years old or whatever, I don't want to be a burden to my kids and my grandkids. Oh, yeah. I don't want to be a burden to them. I still want to be doing my thing, you know? Doing it slow, but, slow. <laughs> but, but still, but doing it, but right. still doing my thing, you know. And yeah. I, I, don't, I don't want that. And and if if, if cutting off the phone is going to help me arrive there, then guess what? I'm cutting off the phone. You, I'm talk to you tomorrow. Right, right, right <laughs> you know, right. kind of thing. Same thing with the TV. You know, my husband's like, "Where are you going?" You know, I said, "I'm going to bed." <laughs> I'm going. I can picture him. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm, but it's only, I said, I'm going to bed, yeah. you know, because I need, you know, and I don't do it like, you know, I'm saying nobody perfect. Sometimes yeah. I stay up and watch whatever, you know, but I, I do feel the difference. Yeah. I know the difference. You know, the next day I don't feel as good. I haven't gotten as good sleep. Yeah. And I said, you know what? I'm not doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just, it's just being conscious and being intentional and taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> and yeah. I know a lot of people, like they do it for a couple of days and then they, and then they stop. I look at it like the gym, right? So if, if you go to the gym, you know, if you're just going to start in the gym day one, you, you go work out, go and look in the mirror. Well, nothing's changed, right. right? Day two, nothing's changed. But if you know, if you keep doing it, eventually have that vision of the future, like, okay, if I keep doing this, it's going to change everything. Right. And, and same thing with, with our brain and, 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 and the foods and the TV and the toxins. Mm -hmm. Like it's something that we have to keep doing because once we get, 70, 80, 90, we'll, we'll see. Well, everybody else is like not functioning well, but you know, but I am. Exactly. Um, and, and so does, does all this like, you know, broken, broken limb, broken finger, does, does all this help you heal physically as well as like, if you have a, like a, like a broken bone or if you have a bruise, how's that going to your healing? I believe so because I know my husband, when he had um, some surgery done and stuff and they had stitched him up and whatever. First when he had, okay, he had his knee, was it meninges or whatever? Miscus. Yeah. Uh -huh. And they were surprised at how quickly that healed. Then when he had um, some urgent surgery done, he had stitches. And when he came back, they were so surprised at how fast everything healed on him. Wow. You know? Wow. 
And they go, wow, we don't, you, whoa, you know, you're doing, and every time he went for something, he would come back and he said, you know, they commented, they commented on the nurses or the doctors commented on the state of his body, wow. you know? Right. And he says, he says, you don't know my wife. She's <laughs> <laughs> she, she on me. <laughs> right, right. She, <laughs> she on me, you know, but, um, but yeah, you know, and, and, and I believe that. And I know for myself, the instance that I had with, you know, my, my, you know, two instances I had when I was driving, that was like three or four years ago. Yeah. And that hasn't ever happened. That hasn't happened since, you know, because I really took a kind, you know, I'm like, I'm for real. Yeah. <laughs> I got to for real yeah. handle yeah. this now because yeah. this is not good, you know. And, and, and it's also good to know once you know the things, when you do slip or whatever, you know how to get right. back. back. You don't right. just say, oh, well, I guess I'm getting no, yeah. no. It's not that you guess you get no. Yeah. It's that you need to take care of these things. You need to do this, you know. And so that's why I'm so um, passionate about it. And that's why I want people to just, done, I mean, everyone has their own choices, yeah. you know. I mean, I'm not going to, you can't force nobody to do nothing. <laughs> but if they don't know, right. you know, it's different, yeah. you know. And for their children also, as I have some clients, and when they do my course and stuff, they talk about um, that they're, they're telling their grandkids, mm. You know, sharing it with them, and they do. You need to share it with them because they need to know, you know, yeah. what to do. Because there's a there's a projection um, from some of the experts that by the year 2050, one out of two seniors, 65 and over, will have some form of dementia. Wow. One out of two. One out of two. One out of two. If things keep wow. going like that, that's like either you got it or your wife got. It, you know. Yeah. And if so, they know. If yeah, yeah. if your spouse has it, then you you, you got it. Yeah. You're impacted yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And I know, you know, I'm probably won't be around for that, but my kids yeah. will and my grandkids will. So I want them because I want them to see me yeah. intact yeah. so they know that it's possible because our concept is when you get old, these things happen, right. you know. Right. And so when, when it starts happening to me, I don't need to really think it's any big deal. It's just that I'm getting old and I don't do anything yeah. to try to change it because I'm getting old. That's what's sold to us, though. It's like it's that's just part of the aging process. Right. And the other thing is taking the taking the the pill. You know, taking yeah. the medicine. Yeah. But yeah. Medi all medicine has side effects, yeah. number one. Yeah. Number two, what you going to do when you can't get the medicine? <laughs> you know, <laughs> you can take the medicine if you can afford to buy it or pay right. it. Well, but what happened if they if they cut Medicare, you know, right. all the political stuff, they yeah. cut it. What you going to do? Yeah. But it has everything for our healing is already here, right, on this earth, right? And God has already <laughs> set everything up up for your body to yeah. heal. Just like when you cut your finger, what do you do? Yeah. You may put a band-aid or something on it or whatever, but they say, you know, the thing done yeah. healed back, you can't even see yeah. what happened. Yeah. What did you do? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. And sometimes the band-aid keeps it from, from, from healing. Right, right. So, so right. Sometimes off. you have to take the band-aid off so they <laughs> right. can get some oxygen so right. that it can heal. Go fin and finish the healing process. Right. You, what do you, you know, so your body, so only thing you're really doing is help a brother out. Help your body, <laughs> right, right, you know? Right. Help your body. Quit hindering your body. Your body wants to heal itself. And you keep doing all these things that are making it more and more difficult for it to do what it knows how to do. You know, and then your body starts getting confused. And that's when you have the autoimmune diseases. And it starts attacking itself, you know, because it don't know who the enemy right, is. Now, right, right. <laughs> there's so much stuff coming up in here. Right. <laughs> I'm just going to kill yeah. everything, yeah. kill yeah. all of it, all the people, yeah. whatever, you know. <laughs> Everybody's going out. Yeah, everybody. I don't yeah. have to worry about it no more. No, but, you know, so you have the body getting all confused and sending mixed signals. You have the, the synthetic and stuff. They're sending, sending your body mixed, mixed signals. They think it's a hormone. They think it's a nutrient, and it's not. It's yeah. synthetic, and then yeah. they try to do something. They can't, won't do it, and then you just have a mess because yeah. you're not 
attending to, you know, your body enough. And you're and 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 we're falling for the convenience or we're falling for the 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 marketing ad. You know, because it's easier for us. Easier. Yeah. And I'm not sure if this is true or not, but um, and I'm just thinking based on what we're talking about, it would seem that the the U.S. has a, has the most diseased culture versus any other country. Is, 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 is until that yeah, until the U.S. gets over there. <laughs> wow! Yeah. Until we come over there and show us how yeah, we do things, right? right. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and they start that's getting that's diseased too. <laughs> Talk to me about the foods. Like, like, give me some examples of like, what are some 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 foods that we can start eating to actually help okay. help get our brain like like, like functioning right? Omega threes, omegas is our brain loves okay. omega threes. So any kind of omega threes that you can eat, your brain is gonna love to eat. Any kind of sugar that you can stop eating, refined sugar is what you do not right. want your brain to have because, um, like, Alzheimer's been called type three diabetes. Oh. It's another insulin resistant type of thing, and it's too much sugar type of thing. So if you're gonna eat sugar, which you know we gonna eat sugar, yeah. you know, and and our bodies run off of glucose. So I'm not saying don't eat sugar, but be careful of the sugar yeah. you eat. Intake, you yeah. know, you're gonna eat eat natural, like eat berries, eat dates, gotcha. eat sweet potatoes, which I love. I have some uh, sweet potato brownie recipe. Oh, you, did you bring? Did you bring? No, I didn't bring it. I get I get it to you, okay. but sweet potato brownie recipe that is the this I love. But anyway, so eat dates, eat berries, eat uh, sweet potatoes in moderation. You can have honey and you can have maple syrup, okay. but in moderation because that is straight up sugar. Okay, <laughs> you know, but it does have some nutrients in it. Okay. All right, so if you need it, you need it to be sweet. You can put some honey in it versus doing refined. Any kind of sugar, so you know. It, 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 honey is not considered like natural sugar because it's, it's, it is it's a not, natural sugar. Okay, but, but, it's still, but it's still here's a sugar. the word: sugar. Sugar. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. a natural sugar. sugar. Okay. You know, right. so you have to be careful. You have to be careful with that because you're going to get and the sugar depresses your your um your BDNF. So the 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 thing that's going to be helping to grow your brain cells, the yeah. sugar is going to depress it. And so you're trying, especially as you get older, you want as many brain cells growing as right. you can get growing. Right. You don't right. want to be trying to depress it. And and there's so much stuff in sugar. I mean, there's so many so sugar in our products. Yeah, you have to really yeah. be careful because, um, you know, sugar has like, the, I think there's like a hundred different names wow. for sugar, you know? Yeah. And so if you just see a bunch of stuff you can't read, they say if your grandma, sugar, if your grandma won't, don't know what it is, if your grandma doesn't put it in her recipe, yeah. you don't need to be yeah. putting it in yours. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? I'm glad you told me that because uh, uh, I do I do shakes every morning and, uh, and I do organic honey like every morning in my shake. So I shouldn't do, I shouldn't do it every morning. I should just no. like do it so yeah. sometimes. Or and try to day. wean yourself off. Try to get back and back and back with those smoothies and things. Try to get to go as, as green as possible. Okay. You know, okay. and try to back off the fruit and stuff because, once again, fruit back off, back has off the fruit. Okay, because it's, it's sugar. Fruit has gotcha. sugar, so you gotcha. still they say not more than a cup of okay. what I can use different fruits, but together shouldn't be more than a cup of fruit, which is some people's hard because it doesn't yeah. taste all that sweet yeah, to them. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you have to, and your body will require a taste. You know, right. if you allow it to. Yeah. But it's addictive. So just like any other kind of addictive right. drug, once you go back to it, you yeah. hooked again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you yes, know. Yes, so, yes. so you have to, you have to, you have to weigh all of that. But that's probably why, like after after a meal, people crave something sweet because they're, they're, they're it's a, it's a, it's addictive, right? And the sweet and 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 there is a purpose, but we've gone overboard. You know, for example, um, 
maybe at you because you may still be too young, but when I was little and we used to make our own homemade ice cream, after you churned all that, and we had no electric ice cream maker, you had to churn that stuff. Right. After you made that ice cream, do you think we was making ice cream again tomorrow? No. No. My arm was about to fall off. Right. And the ice cream we had made, were we going to eat all of that up that night? No. Because we wanted some the next day. We wanted some for the few days, two or three days later. So we ate it in small amounts. We cherished it. Because guess what? I wasn't going to churn that thing for no no time soon. You know? Same thing with butter. When they had to, I, I didn't, I don't do the churning butter stuff. But <laughs> way back in the day, when they did the churning butter, same thing, which is just basically fat. Yeah. But when they finished churning all that butter, do you think they put all kind of slabs and no. all kind? No, because no. they wasn't just to waste all the butter. Yeah. They just spent all that time making. But now everything is so great. You can go get ice cream twenty four seven. You can eat the whole gallon in fifteen minutes and go back to the store and get some more. Or have it delivered to you. Or, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't have to go You're to the nowhere. store. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. can have them bring it to you. You wow. know? And that that has now become the issue. If things are so readily available to us, we have become gluttons yeah. with everything. Yeah. You know? Practically everything everything you, you name. You know? And then, of course, you want the fiber in your fiber. Because your, micro, your bi- microbiome in your brain is connected. They call actually they call your gut your second brain because it, it does a lot of communication with your brain. And those are we have guests, you know, in in our in our in our in our stomach. Well, not our stomach, but in our intestines, we have thousands, you know, of organisms, yeah. and they are contributing to our livelihood. You know, they make our our symptoms function. They they secrete, and you know, we gross or whatever, yeah. but they secrete stuff that our body needs. Yeah. Okay, and in return. We feed them, okay? So you're going to have to feed them. The, the ones that are the most uh, advantageous for us love fiber. Okay. The ones that are needed for us, they're needed by our bodies, but in smaller proportion, when a lot of people call them the bad micro, microbiomes or whatever, bad, bad bacteria crave sugar. The ones that are good for us love oxygen, the ones that are very bad for us love a- anaerobic. So you don't exercise. They right. love it and they grow. Yeah. You do exercise. And the other ones are, are more prone to grow. And so you get you can easily get an imbalance. And so you want to balance your microbiome because it's going to help your brain. Gotcha. It's going to send the right signals to your brain at the right times because sometimes you get sluggish. And you don't get the right things, or you get misinformation, or confused information, or whatever it is. You know, the, and that's going to confuse your brain and have your brain not function correctly or seeing the wrong signals. So you want to keep your microbiome healthy, which means you're going to have to have fiber, and you're going to have to replenish it with bacteria. What some people think are gross right, or whatever, but right. we're talking, you know, we're talking the prebiotics and the probiotics. So the prebiotics, the animals, the the microbiomes that you're ingesting. Yeah. You know, the good ones so that you'll have that balance. And so we have you have to do that. And if you don't, there's just, there's um, with, with the foods that are available, there's such there's such an opportunity for that not to happen okay. because the foods that we like primarily, if unless we train our bodies differently, are the ones that bad bacteria like. Right. Because they are the ones that are addictive. And a lot of them are man made. Right. Because guess what? A date is full of sugar. But it's healthy for you because all the fiber and all the nutrients in there. But you're not going to be able to eat a lot of dates because it's too sweet. Too sweet, yeah. And that's, you know, that's 
purposely. Yeah. You got your little yeah. sweet fix, but you didn't go crazy. Versus you have a whole bag of, you know, candy or something. You can eat that all day, all day. and go get another bag. Right. <laughs> right. And still be hungry. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the man-made process. Yeah, it's a man-made something. I don't, yeah. you know, the last time I had, oh, I went to, oh, maybe you shouldn't see the candy store anyway. And um, to buy a box of candy. But I looked on the, I made the mistake of looking on the back of it. <laughs> it had about six or seven rows of stuff I couldn't even pronounce. I said, I'm not candy? buying. I don't even know. Uh huh. Chocolate candy. Wow. I said, I'm not even buying this because I don't even know what this is. Wow. I don't even know what this is. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. It's not chocolate. I don't know what it is. Wow. But if it was chocolate, it would have said yeah, chocolate. Right. It's just it's chocolate. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's it. Wow. Wow. It said all kind of crazy stuff. I said, do they even make chocolate anymore? I don't even know. So they yeah. eat the, the cacao uh, nibs and stuff, which is, is a pure chocolate. That's a whole other story. But, but yeah. But, um, yeah, so you have um, cruciferous vegetables, and that has the fiber in it and stuff like that. You want to make sure you eat that. Onions and things like that. Spicy foods, actually. Really? Okay. Spicy foods are actually um, of those things because you also want the detox going on. Now, your brain, and your, your brain has its own cleaning system in your brain. And your body has um, the lymphatic system, which is like a circulatory system, like your your vessels that goes through your body, but it doesn't have a pump, so you have to move to get that going. But that's going to take the waste out and stuff also. But in your brain, it has its own system, so the lymphatic system that cleans at night. And, but it cleans. This is another reason why you should sleep. Your brain is working like the Dickens all day long, doing all kind of crazy stuff. But at nighttime, the cleaning system is 10 times more powerful. Wow. So if you're not sleeping enough, you're, rest, yeah. you're getting all this clutter and debris in your brain and your lymphatic system and the other detox systems are not allowed up there. So they can't help them out. <laughs> so if you're not, the only way you can get that is the lymphatic system needs to, needs to get yeah. its work done. And if it's not getting work, it doesn't, it doesn't get any help. Versus your rest of your body has your skin organ, it has your liver, it has your yeah. kidneys, it has all those things, They're even your lungs, as a detox system to get the toxins out. But your brain only has the lymphatic, which is sufficient if you're sleeping. Because right. you're going to sleep every day, right. hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So um, omega-3, so... Are they best like in like in pill form, but I'm four. I actually foods like like what are the foods? Is like fish? Is it fish omega three? Like what are some omega three foods? Yes and no. Okay. Okay. Fish is a great source of omega three if you can get con- decontaminated, uncontaminated fish. How do you get that? I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know because quiet as <laughs> it's kept, and this has now been probably about at least five years ago. Um, like they have, um, you know, you have farm fish, okay? Yeah. Okay, now you know the farm fish are not the ones you should be right. eating because you know those are man-made, whatever. Yeah, well caught. But there was a leak or a tear or a rip or something in the cages in the farm fish that were um, being grown in the um, Pacific, I think it's Pacific Ocean, and got, they got out. And got out. Yeah. So they went out there and... Now, I don't think the fish can get and say... Are you farm? Yeah, right, 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 <laughs> right, right. No, they did not. You can pretty much guarantee that. <laughs> I don't think they were nah. making a difference. Right, I mean, yeah. they had no tags on them. Yeah. I don't know. But the fish read the tag. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So you know that those, they, they made it up. Wow. And then you have all, and so now they, how you know who made that, it up that, with that, who? That actually happened? That, that happened. Wow. I was, because I was, you know, doing my studies and stuff. And so I have access to these, you know, different newsletters and bulletins and stuff like that. And that was released 
in one of these bulletins at least wow. five years ago. I wow. never saw it on the news. Of course not. Of course not. Of <laughs> course not. Of course not. Wow. But anyway, and then, of course, you have the environmental taxes. You have, like, everyone knows about the mercury that's in them, but there's right. all kind of other toxins, medicines that are in the water that get into the ocean and whatever. Medicines? What do you mean by medicine? Medication. People, you, okay, you take the medicine, it goes through you, it goes in the toilet, it yeah. goes in the water, it goes to the whatever. Uh, really? So, yeah, they, they found different <clears throat> medications in the sea animals. So, I mean, traces, not, you yeah, know, of course. Yeah, yeah. whatever. Wow. But, yeah, so you have all this pollutant. So what can you eat? Well, so you still can get omegas. So you can get omegas yeah. if you can get omegas from algae because the fish get, make their omega. Because we make our omega from algae. The fish make their omega from algae, and we eat the fish, and so we get it. But you can eat the algae yourself and okay. do the same thing. And so you can get, if you get supplements that, well, to me, well, they have supplements that, that claim that they're, the fish is uncontaminated, but ah, but but anyway, what else are they gonna say? Right. But anyway, um, but if they have algae, they can grow their algae, you know, in a area that is not, but not not with the ocean water, you know, have their own get their own distilled water, whatever they whatever water they use, and get their own get it separated from there, so they grow the algae, and then they can have supplements that way, or you can eat organic foods that have omega. You can eat seaweed, seafoods, gotcha. and stuff okay. like that that okay. have omega in them and they have um uh you know you can buy those or whatever just make sure that everything like for me i'm getting crazy my son sometimes i'm getting a little carried away but with organic but i just you know yeah i just need to <laughs> i just need i just need to know that right. it's, it hasn't been contaminated kind of thing so, so organic is good Mm -hmm. Okay, good. Okay. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> okay. So you go get, and they have the list of what the clean 15 and the, the dirty dozen kind of thing that yeah. you can go, and that changes every year, but it stays about the same, just makes minor changes every year. But you need to do that because there's so many, so much contamination in um, the foods. Yeah. And it's as much as you can, I say call it back to the future, yeah. as much as you can cook your own stuff. You know, that's just that's just how you have to be, because I'm just sorry. They just yeah. you can't, you know, you can't rely on these yeah. people. Can't. 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 <laughs> I don't care what they tell you, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> they, they, they tell lying you. To you. Yeah. yeah, they tell you what they need to tell you to get your money. Yeah. Or they're in a they're in a rut now to where their families or whatever is dependent on right. their business. Right. So they're not about to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're not about to, you know, jeopardize that for right. you. No and way. they figure we didn't force it down your throat. You no you got it voluntarily, which you did. Yeah. So then you need you just have to be proactive and know what you're eating. So it's as much homemade, yeah, organic things that you can eat. And of course, you know, eat the rainbow kind of thing. And right. you want your nuts and your seeds. And of course those need to be organic as well. And um you know, your fiber, your vegetables, your beans, your legumes, those kind of things. And different people, and the wheat thing is an issue. And it depends on the person. Because you can have an allergy. You, you say know. wheat thing or weed? Oh, they say weed the thing, wheat. okay. You know, some people are whole grain, you know, yeah, whole grain yeah, yeah. stuff, okay. <clears throat> so, for me, and for a lot of people, and a lot of people, they get, they eat, they get their stomach gets bloated. Mm -hmm. Well, the, your stomach being bloated is a sign that you're having a reaction. Uh, your stomach just doesn't go like yeah, this yeah, yeah. during the day for yeah. no reason. 
Racking at something, right? <laughs> you did something to your stomach. Something yeah. going on here. And um, a lot of it is the food sensitivity. You may not have a you know, yeah. rash breakout or whatever, whatever, but it's a food sensitivity. Um, that means there is some stress going on, you know, and then some inflammation going on. And so, but it's different for different people. For me, I cannot even eat, and I love popcorn. I cannot even eat organic popcorn. I mean, well, I can eat it. Yeah. But I'm going to get a bloated yeah, stomach, yeah, yeah. which means there's something going on there, which means I really don't need to eat it, which means that I do still eat it every once in a while, oh, but right. I don't eat it anywhere right. near as much as I want to eat it because right. I don't want that going on. You know, I don't want that, you know, and same thing with, you know, sourdough bread is better than, you know, whole wheat and that kind of stuff. And, you know, the uh, Ezekiel, that kind. So it depends on the person, right? whether they want to not do the wheat or what. Same thing with the with the um, meat. I'm lazy. I don't be running around. Looking for, you know, grass fed, right. whatever, and paying the price <laughs> and cutting it up into little right. bitties. Like, I just don't feel like doing so. I, and I don't love meat that much anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So I just go on and don't eat meat. Okay. Nice. But that's, but I do eat eggs because I get, you get a lot of protein. I eat the pastured eggs. Right. Get pastured, don't get, um, what's the other things they say? Organic or cane, cage free. Cage okay. Free, yeah. Cage free. Because that actually means that they open the cage door. For at least five minutes every day. That's and cage the, free? That's cage free. And if the chicken oh, wants, wow. and if the kid chicken decides that it wants to go out no, during those five minutes. Don't tell me that. It's free to go out. <laughs> don't tell me out. that. Oh, wow. I'm so you, need to get, you need to get chickens past, right? pastured. pastured. Pastured means they have yeah. been on out there in the pasture. Cage free them makes you think that they're free from being yeah. in the cage, but that does not. That's it's not open, what that means. Open that it. means that for some period of day, they are free to go out of the cage. That is, that is, that's awful. That's terrible, ain't it? That's, that's, that's awful. horrible. Wow. But they just see how they they twist yeah. up and it's, it's manipulation. That's all. That's, that's all like it the is. man talking about. He is Jewish. <laughs> but anyway, Jewish. We, but anyway, yeah. so yeah, so you just have to be really, yeah. really careful about what you're doing. But eggs are an excellent source of protein. Because um, I was vegan, I wasn't eating, but I wasn't getting enough protein, yeah. and so I said, you know what, I'm gonna eat eggs. Right. You know, I'm not, you know, tied down to this yeah. label, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then I'm because I because I just choose not to eat. So if you eat meat, it has to be grass fed, that kind of thing. Um, and no farm raised, nothing. No, right. I mean, I'm everyone slips up every once in a while, but you try yeah. to stay away from the fast food and and in restaurants. I mean, you can go to restaurants, but you better ask them. Yeah. You better ask somebody because you know what they use it right. They're not, they're not using the quality no, they're not, nothing. They're not. They're not. It, it's it's rare. It's rare that they'll tell you what they're using as well. You got you got to ask. So, yes. Okay. Okay. You know, so you have to just you just have to be weary. And so if, if you're accustomed to eating, a lot of people say they eat healthy, but they eat healthy out. They go out. Right. They 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 go out and get their yeah. food. You know, either prepackaged or restaurant, but they call it healthy. Right. Well. Because you said it was restaurant and pre-packed, that kind of X'd yeah. out the healthy part. Yeah. So if that's how you're eating, right. you're still not really eating healthy. Oh. You know, so you, you have to go back to, I'm making this. Yeah. You really got to, like, look at look at what you're doing. You have to. And, and I know it's inconvenient. That's because we're spoiled. Yeah. But the other, the alternative is you will, like one of the doctors was saying, if you eat American, uh, our American, traditional American food, lifestyle you will be sick before you die wow. 
Okay. If you eat the, eat the way everybody else is eating, you will have a problem of some sort. So yeah, you know? so you really have to educate yourself and, yes. and and really like you know get started. So, so so people are watching this and they're like, well, how do I get started? You know. So give us like three action steps that we can take today to, to get started. Depends on what your area is, but one regarding nutrition, one thing I say is because a lot of people are overweight. A lot of people I say is do some type of intermittent fasting. Okay. Pull yourself away from that table, like right. by six or seven o'clock. Right. You through for the night. Right. A lot of people are not through for, they eat all through the night up to the point where they climb in the bed, you know, no, pick a time. That's it. And then also the next morning, you're going to try to get a window of at least 12 to 16 hours that you're not eating. Okay. Um, fortunately, eighth of them can be while you're asleep. Yep. So there you go. You You don't cut that half right there. You know, so then you just need to. Figure out when you're not eating for those other hours. If yeah. you're going 12 and you're just talking, you know, not eating the four hours in the morning, you know, don't eat until 10 o'clock, whatever, yeah. whatever your thing is. Or if you're going 16, you're going to back up. You're not going to eat after six. You know, so that's four hours. And then you're going to go the eight hours and you're going to get up. You're not going to eat for four hours right. the next day. However, you want to work it out. And that is going to help you a lot. It's going to help your brain because your brain don't have to worry about trying to digest nothing. Give them some direction for digesting. I'm trying to clean up in here and you still right. eat and we still dealing with the food, right, right, you know, kind right. of thing. You know, it's going to help you with your sleep. It's going to help you with your weight. It's going to help you with a lot of things because a lot of things we eat late at yeah. night are not good for us right. anyway, right, right, right. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, so you start with that. Start with some type of exercise. The exercise, um, if you're claiming you, I mean, everybody know about exercising, okay? So whatever exercise you can do, do. But if you're one of the ones that are talking about, I can't get to the gym, I don't have nothing to do at home, I can't yeah. do that, you can do two things. You can stand up. Because when you stand up, you are exercising. Yeah. You're exercising your butt, you're yeah. exercising your leg muscles, and you're exercising your core. Those yeah. muscles are working just by you standing, by up. standing up. So why yeah. do you have to sit down and talk on the phone? Yeah, Or work at a desk. Stand or up. work at it. Right. Yeah. Remember we had the phone just be hanging on the wall? Yeah. Every time you go to the phone, you have to be you standing stand up. up. You yeah. go to outside to the phone booth, stand they don't know where to sit. Yeah. You're standing up. Yeah. You know? So you can stand up. You can get a standing desk or just yeah. stand up yeah. at your desk for a while, you know? Stand up doing the commercials. Why are you still sitting? Why are you sitting? Why are you That's sitting good. down? Yeah, yeah. Stand up. You can stand up. Most yeah. people can stand up. Yeah. The other thing is to move some type of way yeah. every hour or so. Yeah. You don't have to do calisthenics or whatever. Get up and take out the trash. Right. You know, get up and, you know, go sweep the floor. Get up and go fold your clothes. Just get move. up and walk around. Yeah. Just do it. Get up and, you know, bend over and bend back. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Move for about 10 minutes every hour or so. Those are those things are going to help you, and yeah. I believe everybody can do it. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course, of course. Of if you course. want to do it, if you want to, yeah, if you want to do it, yeah, you need some kind of distressing thing to do, so pick something to do, you know, that's going to relax you and do it consistently. You know, if it's going outside, wonderful, if it's singing or humming, if it's you know. Spending just some time, if it's taking a, a bubble bath, I don't care what you're doing. Yeah, something. Doing something that's going to bring you down right. and start looking for those triggers, those signs in you, which may be different for each person, that lets you know that you're under some kind of stress. Gotcha. You know? Okay. Look for those and, and, and take yourself out of it immediately if you can by just doing some deep breathing, if nothing else. You know, take yourself out of that, you know? And then with sleep, turn off <laughs> that blue light, whatever it is. Turn it off. Turn it off, yeah. preferably two hours before at least an hour before, and stay up. Don't turn it off and jump in the bed yeah. because your melatonin okay. hasn't yeah. had enough time to do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Turn it off, 
stay up, find something to do. Yeah. You can find something to do where you don't need, you know, if not, it, it could just be talking to somebody yeah. if you're not on your cell phone, cause that's a blue light, but it could be talking to someone in person or it could be doing chores. Yeah. Something. Switch the time you do your chores and switch it to the two hours before you go to bed, okay. you know, okay. but stay up for those two hours and then get in the bed. Perfect. So if they just do those things and those don't cost any money or whatever, yeah. you know, to start. That's a somewhere for them to start. Okay. And then um, how do we find your program? I have um, two different ways. I have a brain back brain a better brain quiz that you can go to my website keepyourbrainsharp.com, and okay. you'll see that. And if you scroll down a little further, you'll find a free master class. I do free master okay. classes periodically. I'm starting some up again this weekend. Okay. So if you go there, the the link is kind of long to tell you, but if you go to keepyourbrainsharp.com and just go down, you'll see it there and you click on there and it's like four or five different options of dates and they can just click on there and I'm there. I talk about brain and I give them some more tips. Okay. Amazing. Amazing. Well, thank you for coming by the podcast. I am so excited. It was was so informative. I I learned so much. Um, So, and uh, and now I'm going to go back and make some changes in my, in my own personal diet because it's like, I want to be able to function and do things and, 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 and be and live a long, healthy life. Right. So, so, yes. so, so, so thank you. Um, I always like to invite people back, you know, back again, you know, oh, once or, you know so, back. but thank you again for coming. And, um, that, that's a podcast. I appreciate you. So any, anything for us in closing? No, I just hope the things that I've shared, share it with somebody, yes. you know, because that's the deal. We, we don't know what we don't know, yeah. you know, and the more you can share it, and also, not that you have to implement everything that we've talked yeah. about, but pull out something yeah. and and stay consistent. Consistency yeah. is what's going to make the difference, you know, not just a few times, consistency. So I hope Perfect. I see some of you guys on my master class. Yes. Hope you guys, yes. I have a Facebook page. I'm keep your brain sharp. Dot, you know, just keep your brain sharp okay. on, on Facebook. And I post things up there all the time okay. as well. All right, guys. So, so tune in and we'll see you guys next week on the podcast. Right.